This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Rochelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished all the mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break down the Bible piece by piece and to show you that it's happening right now in your mind and all the characters places or events in the Bible are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters places or events brothers and sisters thank you so much for joining me today today we will discuss God's purpose is your purpose and as I give you this little snippet I want you to realize that why is it important to know that you are God and your purpose is written in your mind but you're not focused on it and maybe you're focused on it but you're unconsciously creating it and you're mad because what you're doing now isn't quite like what you planned in your mind because you haven't taken the action to realize that the God that speaks within you is calling you to what you're supposed to do. Many have fallen and many have never realized that they can rise themselves and remove the old garments and put on new clothes and become the new individual that they're supposed to be. Family, hope all is well and I hope you know that God's purpose is your purpose. I take you into the book of Jeremiah and if you know what Jeremiah means in Hebrew, it means exalted by Yahweh. You are exalted and lifted. Now with this conscious state, you are being lifted by Yahweh because that God inside you is exalting you. So now you are now going through the conscious state of Jeremiah and Jeremiah is who you are when you realize that this is what it's supposed to be you're getting near to family I would put your attention to Jeremiah and chapter 32 verse 19 great in counsel and mighty in work for thine eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings now Great in counsel is the multitude. The counsel is in your thought and the mighty work is within you. For your eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men. The sons of men here are nothing more than the thoughts that you create because the sons and your child are a creation of you. It's just like in the physical world. Your child that you physically create is nothing more than a representation of your ideals and your values. That's how comes kids are a representation of who is raising them. So you can look at a child and you can examine their behavior and see by their behavior and the patterns and how they act by the person who is raising them because you will see everything that you need on the way and by the way that how a child acts because a child's action speaks a lot it speaks volume it speaks such loud volumes that sometimes it's hard to turn down because for I know the thoughts that I think towards you saith the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 
So, what are these thoughts that the Lord think of you? If you know what is going on here, it is nothing more than that conscious state of man speaking to man and that inner conversation. Everyone becomes according to their purpose. Remember, your thoughts and your imagination is everything. Thoughts are things. You become what you feel and what you imagine becomes a part of your life. Thoughts are things. You attract what you feel and become what you imagine. And whatever thoughts that you have and whatever you have right now in your life, think about it. Is it aligned with your purpose? Are you waking up fulfilled? Are you waking up angry and mad because you are missing the mark and being a sinner? You are falling from the God that you are supposed to be and your thoughts are creating chaos in your life. Look around and if you see chaos in your life, it is nothing more than a creation of your thoughts. Your thoughts create everything and what you have brought so far is a creation but you ain't consciously created. Unconsciously, you've been creating everything and now... The problems are probably something that is insurmountable and you cannot deal with it at the moment. Remember that the power is within you. How you think today is how your outcome will be tomorrow. Your thought of today become the outcome of your life for tomorrow. So everything under the sun and everything that you do, family, should be something that you think about wisely. For it is the God that speaks in you and for it is the God that does everything and the God that gives you all that you seek of because God is not mocked be not deceived God is not mocked for whatever you sow so shall you reapeth um, Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 you cannot trick this God in you because this God is always watching you this God is always looking upon you because it is your own consciousness you cannot run from yourself you cannot run from who you are and you cannot run from the, the deeds that you have done everything that you do whether you like it or not, it will be exposed. Everything that you do will come to the light. All that you focus on is just a manifestation that will happen in your life. Most people focus on nothing but the hell and focus on all their problems. And they don't know that all that they're doing is giving that life. And that which they think they're running away from, they're not because they are not aware of their purpose. God is within you. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to his purpose. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. Now, when you think that you love God, how much do you love God? If you love God, you would know about the purpose that you're supposed to chase because that is a part of that infinite intelligence within you. People scream that they love God, but they love misery. They love to complain. They love to argue with others over pettiness. But they don't love to understand that this God feeling in them is coming to them and it's calling on them and it is inside them. Anyone can read a Bible and post some scriptures online. But if you truly understand the mystical meaning and the value within these scriptures, then that will mean everything. Most people don't understand it and by not truly grasping it, it is ruining them and they're ruining themselves, I should say. They are rather finding themselves in a bind in every turn of life. They are wondering why life is giving them the bad grapes and why is it that life is being such a nuisance to them. Hmm. Life gives us nothing more than what we can handle or what we created. You are consciously and unconsciously creating a life every minute. It's better to do conscious creation because when you do that, you understand every aspect of life and understand all of the grounds that you should cover. When you don't cover those grounds, you allow yourself to fall and become another one of those ones that complain. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, 
visible and invisible, wherever they may be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. Now tell me, where on earth can you find anything that man didn't create for man's purpose? Everything is created by him. It starts out invisible in man's mind because your imagination is where God is and your imagination connects you to God. But man has created everything from the great kingdoms that we see on earth to the homeless shelters that we find on earth, to the slums, to the rich neighborhoods, to everything. It was created by him and man has the dominions and all the powers that man has created. Man has given it to himself and bestowed it. This is what this is saying right here. The him here is the man that illumined himself to make sure that he create the life and create the world that he wanted. Every invention and everything that we see in this world is created by him. Man has used his infinite intelligence and studied science and learned so much so that man can understand how he is going to basically take the terrain that we live in and tame it. Man has turned the woods into highways. Man has turned the forest into villages, towns, and cities. Man has created every dominion, gave himself power, created militaries to conquer more land. Man is nothing more than a god that is going through and creating whatever he wants. So, if you're not understanding your purpose and you're understanding nothing, you're not understanding your life and you're not living your life like how you're supposed to, your purpose defines you and it defines everything about you. And when you know that you are rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7, brothers and sisters, you must know that Whatever you build, and you should have thanks for that because everything that you build starts out in your mind. Your power is in you. You can move mountains. You can create so much. You can alter the way that someone else behaves towards you all by your reflection of the purpose that you created and how it reflects back into society. A man who is playing the role of the beggar and who is the God that is a beggar, the, his purpose on earth, he believes in his mind, is to be the beggar, and people will treat him as so, as the way that he acts and what he reflects. If a man is has risen to the ranks of being the general or the king, people will treat him that way. A man who risen to the ranks of the guy that is on the street, sweeping the street, people will treat him that way. Everyone is God's playing their role, and their purpose is what helps shape humanity. So everyone that somewhat found their purpose and found their niche. They are nothing more than a God that is helping to shape overall humanity for all of us. So you must at this point figure out your purpose. Figure out what role are you trying to play among the Elohims? What role are you trying to play? Are you playing the role of the fool or the role of the man who is the wise one? Are you playing the role of the teacher? Are you playing the role of the beggar? Are you playing the role of the man who is the habitual liar, the cheater, the one who cannot be faithful in a relationship? Are you playing the role of the woman who is bitter? Any role that you play, it is all God. And everyone are gods, and gods are all here among us playing roles. God is not all the way in the sky, all in a cloud, sitting behind some pearly white gates as man has created and wanted you to think. No, that was created by man to keep you locked behind 
bars and behind bars in the prison in your mind that you have created. That prison is one that is dangerous. That is the prison that will ruin people. That is a prison that will keep man from doing anything great. You have to think up a better way and a better existence so you don't lie in this prison and stay there because once you're trapped and you get sentenced to it, it is hard to be released if your purpose is something greater than that. But you have to reach inside you and grab it because once you grab it, then you will grab everything. And when you grab that, you'll grab the blessings that you're supposed to get. You'll grab the blessings that will guide you and it will lead you to nothing but happiness because receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searcheth diligently, who prophesies of the grace that should come unto you. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. So you see, once you're receiving the end of your faith, your end is the end result of what your purpose is, what you are and who you're supposed to be. The salvation of your souls is nothing more than you saving yourself from a situation. Your souls here is the inner you and who you are. Salvation has been misquoted and taken out of context. Salvation is nothing more than saving someone or saving yourself from a situation. If you are hungry, you seek food and that is your salvation. If you are thirsty, you seek water, and that is your salvation. If you are sad, you seek joy, and joy is your salvation. Salvation is nothing more than something that is saving you from a situation or giving you comfort and joy. And your salvation here in your soul is that salvation that will save you. And the end is the faith that you have in yourself, and the end goal is what you created in your mind. Because when you inquire and search diligently, you will prophesize the grace that should come unto you, and the grace is what you know it should be according to your purpose. So know that God's purpose is your purpose because you are God and if you don't understand this, then you will go through life being miserable like so many people who are unaware, who are unaware of their purpose. Family, think about that and I hope you understand it. I thank you so much for listening to me and I hope you got something out of this snippet. Please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe because it is some great things going on over there and a lot of spirituality and some more mysticism. I'm out to be your favorite, but not your only one that you listen to. It's up to you to come up with your own opinion. Now, let us go into the silence.